Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven. Do have a movie review 
to do. I do want to talk about the pay-per-view last night, but I'm not going to dwell on match by match by match. Just some of the highlights of the pay-per-view of the Breaking Ground pay-per-view. If anybody's listening, 701-508-9883. Call in if you were at the pay-per-view or if you have an opinion mm-hmm. at the pay-per-view. Because the pay-per-view was in Philadelphia. So um, I'd like to give your get your opinions on the crowd and, and how things, um, you know, went down and, you know, different reactions. I felt as though that the pay-per-view was pretty good. It was better than what I thought it was going to be. And um, we'll talk about that in a minute. I'm, I'm sorry I got distracted for a second, but I'm watching the news, and some kid got ran down in a fight in Ridley Park. And Ridley, Ridley is normally a quiet area, so I'm surprised this even went down. But this kid got run over by an SUV. He was 17 years old. Like these kids are fighting, and then the SUV comes out of nowhere and runs this kid over. Crazy. You kids need something to do. You should be out there fighting and running each other over with vehicles. But here's what I wanted to talk about, you know, before we get into the whole WWE thing and whole sports thing, was um, <clears throat> the first thing was uh, Trump's son-in-law. I forget his name now. Kush, Kushner. Jared Kushner. Yeah, Jared Kushner. He had to stand in front of the Senate and testify as far as um, the election. And was it rigged or did he have, you know, ties with Russia as far as the regular Olympic, Olympics, oof, the election, and this, that, and the fourth. I don't know how I really feel about this because if it's true, I would like to see, you know, justice do, but it's not like they're going to impeach him and put Hillary in office. So either way, it's going to be, if you do impeach him, Pence is going to take the job, and you still got a Republican in office. So it is what it is. Um. I don't know. It's like cause this is what he's been in office for what six months now, seven months now, and they still trying mm-hmm. to find different, and, you know. What'd you say? I said I'm not even counting. It's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's been a nightmare. It has been a nightmare. But they're always trying to throw you know this and that at him, and either you want to impeach him and try him or leave him alone, one or the other. Just stop dancing around it. That's pretty much how I'm in with it. If, if you've got something on him and you feel as though you can get them out of office, then do what you got to do. But stop playing with it. How do you feel about it, Alicia? Um, you know, uh, it's horrible. I feel like he's done so many impeachable offenses already. It, it's exactly. just horrible. I've never seen a president um, have so many of his family members and, you know, close friends in office. Surely you know, you've heard the word nepotism thrown around. So I think it's just really messy to have, you know, his family working in the office with him, almost like they're doing his job. So it's it's really sad. I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought um, the president, uh, the orange one, because um, I was watching his, his little speech, his appeal to try to get um, the Affordable Care Act repealed and replaced and behind him were a bunch of children and you know some of their parents 
And, like, the way he speaks and the words he used, it, it's kind of like, how can you talk like that in front of children? Like, I mean, really? yeah, like the words he used and the way he spoke, the way he downed Democrats and then he's asking for their help to try to, you know, repeal the Affordable Care Act. That's another thing. It's really disrespectful the way he keeps saying Obamacare, Obamacare. It's called the Affordable Care Act, so get that correct. Speak on. And it's just horrible. I mean, these kids have no political affiliation. All they want to do is be healthy children and play. Um, You know, they have no political affiliation. You know, they don't know these words that he's using. And, you know, some of these kids might grow up and actually be Democrats. And it's just another tactic of fear that he's using. He's used it to get into office. He's used it his whole campaign. And our president is a bully. And it's sad. And he's not a good role model for children. I look at the stark contrast between him and President Barack Obama, and Barack Obama was a, a wonderful role model for children as his wife. And I don't see that in our current, um, with our current president. I really don't. I agree with you with everything you just said. I feel as though he's a bully. He's been a bully. Is not setting a good example for children. And I've said this on the show in the past. That what we're showing our kids now, if you push your way through, put people down, and got a lot of money, you can do whatever you want to do in life. And that's not the mm. case. I feel as though it's not the case. But you're proving me wrong because this is what this guy's done. He bullied and pushed and threw racist slurs around and wound up being president of the United States, and he is not qualified whatsoever. Because I feel as though the leader of the free world, to have some type of humility about him. And this is what the orange one doesn't have. Him or and her. <laughs> him or her. Neither one of them. And I think that his old lady is... No, his. you said some type of humility about him. Him or her. The oh, president can I'm be sorry. a her. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Him or her. And I wish it was her. I really wish it was her. But we see how that went. And I just feel like, is this country so narrow-minded that they'd rather have a racist, a racist in the office than a woman? I don't get it. Exactly. Exactly. I don't get it. And on that note, while we're talking about president, the president and presidency and this, that, and the fourth, okay, I'm going to throw the number out again, 718-508-9885. And I definitely want to get people's opinion on this. I was watching a video on YouTube, and I do this a lot. And sometimes I watch funny stuff. Sometimes I watch, you know, whatever. I, I don't watch, like, real sick stuff. But, you know, a lot of funny anything that makes me laugh or whatever. And sometimes I watch different speeches or comedy things or whatever. And this cartoon came up, and it was a speech that Malcolm X did back in the day. And excuse the language I'm about to use a whole mic. It's offended, but this is how he put it. And it was the difference between a field nigger and a house nigger. And he was talking about how the house nigger was, he cared about master more than he cared about himself. And if master was sick, he would say, what do you mean? Uh, master, are we sick? 
and Master would say, well, I got a nice house here, yeah, and the house nigga would say, yeah, we got a nice house here. He was, you know, so content on being a house nigga, and then, like, if the field nigga said, let's run, let's uh, let's get out of here, he would say, what, are you crazy? You know, we got it so good here. You know, why would you want to leave this, that, and the fourth? And the reason why I'm getting around to this is that during this cartoon, there was a, car- a character of Barack Obama tap dancing past the slave master. And I was like, this person is saying that Barack Obama was a house nigga? And I want to get an opinion on it. Like, I didn't feel as though he was a house nigga. And where are they getting this from? And it, 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 like, it baffled me. And I watched this thing twice, and I'm like, what are they saying? Like, what did he do? Like, was he supposed to come into office and overthrow the government and change the American flag to a black fist? Like, I don't get how was he a house nigga? How you feel about that, Felicia? Mm, that's horrible. I didn't, you know, it's it's bad. I guess what they're saying with any other president, really, he was probably just a figurehead. And, you know, a lot of African-American people sadly feel that um, President Obama didn't do much for the black community. So I don't what know, you know, who wrote, I don't do? know who wrote it or where where you got it. From or you know, it was a speech that Malcolm X did back in the day because I remember the speech because of watching X with um, Denzel Washington. Denzel did that speech, so it was originally a speech that Malcolm X did, but they just put cartoons. Yeah, but where's it from? Uh, I didn't see where it was from, and if I see it again, I'll tag you in it. I didn't see what's wrong. I was just so, like, enraged that they even put him in that category that I just, I should have focused on where it was wrong. And I do apologize for that. But I'm just like, what the hell? Like, what was he supposed to do? He did what he had to do. And he did it well for eight years. I don't get it. So, all right, I'm going to get off that one. It, it bothered me. It really bothered me because I don't see how he sold out. Uh, you know, he did his job and he did it well. And I wish we could have voted for him for another four years. You still there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, like if I see it again, I'll tag you with it. Okay. Anywho, moving on. Today marked the uh, historical day and uh, Philadelphia history, uh, Kelly Hodges uh, was voted the new DA. She's going to finish. She's the first black woman to be voted the DA, Philadelphia. And um, she's taken over where um, Williams left off. You know, Williams got indicted for, um, can't remember the exact one. You know what I'm saying? He's taking bribes. Mm-hmm. He, he got indicted for that So he's on his way to jail So she took over for him And she's going to finish out the rest of the year And then it's going to be you know an election You know to Probably vote her in permanently So she's taking over but she was just historical Because she's the first black woman ever be voted in For DA so congratulations Kelly Hodges mm-hmm. You know 
Go sisters. <laughs> I think that's a good thing for black women. <laughs> now, that leads to another thing I wanted to talk about. And, Felicia, I really want your opinion on this. I always want your opinion on everything. But I'm because you're a black woman, I want to see how you feel about this. There was right. a video that went up. It's this um, this woman who's a teacher. Uh, she's out of um, Louisiana, and uh, she puts videos up quite often. I follow her because a lot of stuff that she says about history and political stuff, you know, she draws a lot. Of t- I think I talked about her before. Her, her last name is Garcia, and um, she put a video up of her with braids in her hair, and a lot of women got offended over the braids in her hair. And she responded. And then Coco T, Ice T's wife, put up a video who she's Caucasian. Uh, she put up a video with the braids in her hair. And she said, these are my Coco locks or whatever she said. And it started an uproar again. And she made a video responding saying, you know, this is just my hair. I know braids have been around for years. I don't understand why all these women are getting upset with me. I'm just being me, blah, 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 blah. My question to you, Felicia, is when you see white women with their hair braided or, you know, maybe have a, a, a hairstyle that's, like, similar to a black woman, does that offend you at all or just you don't pay any attention to it? Probably calling her out on is called cultural appropriation, and um, uh-huh. that's what? I didn't say nothing. I was listening. I said, uh huh. Oh yeah, what they're calling her out on is pretty pretty much cultural appropriation. What that is is they're saying that you know a person of another race cannot adapt or take on or adopt um, you know the traits or characteristics or the music or the clothing um, style of another race. Um, I've seen celebrities like Justin Timberlake and Bruno Mars actually be called out for cultural appropriation for their, um, I guess, latching on to and uh, adopting kind of like the the black, you know, the black music, the black style, um, the way they talk, everything. And, I mean, I feel that things like music and hair, they were kind of, you know, started by – you know, ancient civilizations, you know, Egypt, which is in Africa. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like it's free for everyone to really use. Like, to me, music has no color. Um, you know, hair or styles has no color. I feel as long as someone is really appreciative, you know, of a culture or a person, and you're not disrespecting it or mocking it. I mean, I see no problem with it. It's their hair, it's their clothes, their body. And you know, it's it's just sad. I mean, you have to deal with it. Somebody like Bruno Mars, he was recently um he just opened the BET Awards and you know, his style is like funk and you know, it, mm. it reminds you of that of like Prince and Michael Jackson and um James Brown. But, but, I mean, it's just the style of music. If that's his style, well, 
So, I mean, I don't know if I know the person you're talking about that posted that video. Um, I don't know, you know, if she was trying to make a statement. Obviously she was if she posted it on the Internet, but I would need to see the video just to see what her statement was. But it, it doesn't really matter. People have been doing it forever, you know. There's been so many um, Caucasian people marching with us in the 60s with civil rights, and, you know, you you got to be who you got to be. <laughs> I don't see a problem yeah. with it. If we're focused on that, which is what, you know, ultimately they want us to be focused on, then we're not focused on these big issues, and that's a problem. It, it just makes us look and sound really stupid that we're worried about people's hair and dress and music when these are things that, you know, should be used as an escape, you know. If you're tired of what's going on, if you're hurt, whatever, you listen to music, you buy some clothes, you do your hair, make yourself feel better, you know. But like I said before on another show, we're we're using these things and it's we're turning them, you know, for, for the wrong. We're putting more and more political influence in it, and it's not good. Agreed. Agreed. And something you said that um, when I was younger, I was guilty of it. And I was younger and mature, but as I matured and got a little bit older, I started to appreciate it, and I started to I had to change my views on is music, and there is no color on music. But when I was coming up, you know, certain types of music, but I ain't listen to that. And, you know, that's rock music, white music. I ain't listen to that. And I heard a lot of black kid, a white kid said, I ain't listen to that rap music. That's black music. And, it's disgusting, and it's this, that, and the fourth. But then mm. as I matured and got older, there were certain songs I did like and I did appreciate. And then, of course, they got hit by the hip-hop culture. <laughs> and if they didn't like it back then, I know their kids started to like it. So now I know their kids are somewhat into it, so they probably had to eat their words behind that. But we shouldn't label music and sports and this, that, and the fourth, because it's just, it's ignorant. What you like is what you like. Yeah. You like, and then Bruno Mars is, I like Bruno Mars, and I like the funk that he brings out, and I think he's hitting a a niche that was depleted when Prince left this earth and Michael Jackson left this earth, and a lot of the old funk bands are getting older. We need it. Bruno Mars is is where he is right now. We needed that in music because he does bring that funk and he does like young people could like him, people my age could like him. Not that I'm 75 or nothing like that, but I'm just saying, like, I appreciate you sure? music. <laughs> Boy, but I see you. I knew, I, I, I knew that I see that out there. You were going to jump on that. I'm going to jump on you when I see you. Oh. I'm going to give you a knuckle sandwich. Help, everyone. <laughs> but yeah, let's stop being ignorant people. Let's stop labeling stuff, and let's just all get along in this melting pot we call the United States of America. Huh. Remember that? You remember um, Schoolhouse Rock? Elbow, yeah. elbow, got the 
that's it's available. We're going to take a quick um, commercial break now. Hopefully, you'll be able to hear the commercial this week. And um, then when we come back, we're going to talk about the WWE pay-per-view. I'm going to talk about Kyrie Irving and the possible future of the Sixers. And then we're going to do some movie reviews. And then we're going to get on out of here. This is Big Daddy's Hard Talk Volume 75, Big Daddy and Felicia Brown. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detectives' quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. For only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. $5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause www.caseyscalls.com Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our wacky stores page on Facebook. And we're back, Big Daddy's Hard Talk, Volume 75. I'm Big Daddy, and I'm joined 
by my best friend in the world, the very beautiful Felicia Brown. Oh, I wasn't sure you were talking about. <laughs> Is it wrong uh-huh. that I memorize like all the commercials? <laughs> I do too, uh, but I gotta play them. I gotta play them. But um, maybe we get some new sponsors come out and get some new commercials. Maybe the Sixers might. Nah, dang that. Uh-huh. But um. Well, if anybody can make that happen, it's Big Daddy. True that. True that. Wow. Large head. Real quick. <laughs> really quick, I wanted to say a very special happy birthday to my sister um, who listens to us every week, almost every week. Lady T. Happy birthday. Uh, she might be listening, but I highly doubt it. She's in Jamaica right now. So oh, if you're wow. listening, happy birthday um, to you. Enjoy your vacation. Enjoy, you know, your time. If you're not listening, it is what it is, but hopefully she is listening. But, yeah, she's in the island of Jamaica right now, living it up. I told her to watch out for Destiny St. Jock. She said she was coming looking for him. So, <laughs> Wow. Anybody don't know that reference is the Eddie Murphy Raw reference. You got to watch Eddie Murphy Raw to get what I'm saying. But at least you know what I'm talking about. Sure. Well, happy birthday okay. to your sister. She, uh, I don't think your sister likes me too much. <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah. All right. Um, Last night, Philadelphia was... WWE Battleground. And to be honest with you, I enjoyed it. There was some matches. The last two matches, actually, I started dozing a little bit, but I appreciated the fact turn of the great colleague. <laughs> I appreciated it. Um, I'm just going to gloss to it. I'm not going to go match by match. But um, match of the night to me, was the opening match. The Usos in the New Day tore the freaking building down. They tore it down. The Usos, there's no more I can say about these guys. They, to me, are like probably one of the best tag teams in the world right now, if not the best. And I love the fact, and I love the fact that it was Kofi and Xavier that did the match and won the belts. And Big E was outside because normally it's uh, Kofi and Big E. And Xavier Woods can work his natural black behind off. And I was, it was good to see him in that match and on a pay-per-view with some great spots. And the match was hot. I loved it. And the whole time I was like, ooh. And I was Actually, I was FaceTiming my daughter at the same time. And I'm watching this match and FaceTiming her. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm watching probably one of the best matches I've seen this year. So I was ignoring her as she was talking and watching this match. And I had to, like, all right, all right, all right. Then I'm looking at the TV again. Like, they were all over the place. A bunch of false finishes. It was just crazy. A good match. The New Day are the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. So they, they've held the uh, Raw belts as well as 
the um, SmackDown belts, so they're a great team. And I guess they're not going to break up anytime soon. As long as that money train is still coming in, I guess they're not breaking up anytime soon. How do you feel about it, Alicia? I, I, I'm glad you said you liked the pay-per-view. So many people are saying, you know, it was bad, it was boring. I actually kind of liked it. You hit it on the head when you said it was better when you said it was better than what you expected. It was better than what I expected as well. Um, definitely match of the night. Maybe even a match of the year candidate, um, between yes. the Usos and the New Day. Um yes. I don't know if I would call the New Day the best tag team in the world right now, but um no, you I know, they're Yeah. I don't know if I would call it, you know, either team the best in the world right now. Um definitely made a switch for the better and turning them heel and you got to give them credit they're doing a great job what i hope doesn't happen is they don't fall by the wayside it's like what do they do now you know who's to say like you can't you know continue this feud wwe has this problem where feuds are lasting you know one pay-per-view and you know they don't go back to them but this is definitely a great feud. It can go on and on, you know, past SummerSlam even. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was about to say. I was about to say that yeah. you, you and I think so much alike. You can run this paper that, that that feud that match. You can run well past. I would say at least into October. Yeah, that's how hot these two teams work together. So. Not to cut you off, I'm sorry. But um, I, I like the thing, man. I like I like that match. AJ and Kevin Owens, good match. Uh, Kevin Owens uh, won the U.S. belt back from AJ, so they'll probably trade that back and forth um, into SummerSlam. So look for that. I was kind of disappointed, but it was a good match. It was a good match. I'm not saying it was a bad match, but Nakamura in Baron Corbin, I was I didn't like the finish. But I enjoyed the match. Uh Cena Russo Russo Russo. Rusev was born <laughs> and all get out. Mm-hmm. It was very predictable. Very predictable. You knew Cena was gonna win and Rusev looks the best he's looked since he's been there, and you're wasting him with this silly Cena shit and stuff. And I'm tired of Cena. I'm tired of Cena. I'm just tired of Super Cena. He's American. Ah! All right. He's tired of it. Move on. And the last thing I'm talking about was this Punjabi. Prison match. I'm not even gonna really get into it. It was just stupid. But when the great Kali came out, because I knew something had to happen, and I'm waiting for it. And it was kind of predictable in the ending because I'm waiting for something to happen as Randy climbed up to the top. And I'm looking. I'm like, okay, somebody's gonna run out and do something. Then the music hits. Here comes the great Kali, and I'm like, holy crap! But the part that confused me was Randy was at the top of cage or whatever you want to call it, wouldn't you have just dropped down? Mm. He, he hesitated. Watch this, the great Kali who walks 
who I walk quicker than, and anybody knows me, I don't walk that fast, but I can walk faster than the great colleague. And it took him forever to get to the ring. Randy Orton could have ran down the cage, climbed back up the cage, went and got a hot dog, and came back by the time the colleague got to the ring. But Jinder Mahal is still the WWE Heavyweight Champion. Good for him. Keep that going because I'm loving it. That's when you got the colleague standing next to the great colleague standing next to him. I'm loving it. How do you feel about it, Alicia? Don't hinder gender. I mean, people are, you know, bagging on them, but it's it's a great change. I think he's doing well as a heel. If you look at his talking smack interviews, um, he's doing a lot better on the mic. Shut up. Um, I, I read a report that they're no longer interested in reaching out to the um, the Indian demographic anymore, and I heard that they did something with, like, a, um, <laughs> some people in Africa that are interested. I mean, does that mean that they're going to start pushing African superstars? And if so, who do we have? And, I mean, honestly, it's just a big eye-opener because if you look at the roster – you know, why do we only have, like, four Indian, um, you know, or Hindi people on the roster? I believe there's one female um, Hindi on um, NXT. But, I mean, who represents Africa? Who represents, you know, so many other countries? And I, I, I don't know. I just feel like if they're wasting this wonderful crop of indie talent they have, of course they're not going to expand and, you know, get people from the world. And they're having all these things like Cruiserweight Classic and the U.K. tournament and the Women's May Young tournament, but you're not getting people from all around the world, and it's ridiculous. I totally agree. And it's the only wrestler that I noticed that I know that is from Africa, but I don't know if he's really from Africa, but he said he's from Africa. Was Kofi Kingston? Kofi Kingston, Ghana. <laughs> yes. So is Kofi Kingston going to be the next world champion? <laughs> We've been there, right? We tried that, and it's kind yeah, of boring. You tried <laughs> that. Yeah. But um, I totally agree with what you're saying, and <laughs> don't hinder gender. Just let him keep. Don't hinder going. gender. Don't let him grow. He, he transformed his body to look like what Vince wants. He busted his behind. And even I, I read something on um, WrestleView the other day where Jinder was saying when he got depressed after he got released and he took it upon himself to work out, get himself together, and to get himself in a position where Vince was wanting. So this is truly a company man. Because he did what he had to do to better himself in the company. So don't mm-hmm. don't stifle him. Let him grow. You got to start. To, you and I were talking about this before, and I'm not going to hinder on this wrestling stuff too much longer. But they have to really start to push some of these under guys because you can't continue to shove Brock Lesnar down everybody's throat. You can't continue to bring in The Rock, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker. These guys are well past their prime. Let them ride off in the sunset. Start pushing some of these young guys. 
You got Jimmy mm-hmm. there. You got AJ there, who's not that young, but still, it is what it is. You got AJ. You got Kevin Owens. You got um, Nakamura. You got Sami Zayn in a dumbass match, but still, he, he wrestles well. He wrestles very good. Put him in bigger stuff. You got to start to 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 show off this talent. Even with Mike Kanunis, Kanunis, whatever his last name is, Kanunis, Kanunis. Kanellis. Kanellis. <laughs> I like the fact that they gave him his wife's name. I think that's funny as hell. Yeah. And um, you got to start to use these guys. You really do. And, and stop with the, with the old guys and, and the nostalgia and all this stuff. And trying to shove Roman Reigns down your throat and Seth Rollins flippy fight. I'm going to be faces, heel, heel, face, whatever. And just just use your talent, man. That's all I'm going to say. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Now we're going to move on to our movie review. I ain't going to do it. The movie review is War of War for the Planet of the Apes. Or of the Planet of the Apes. No, it's for the Planet of the Apes. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And a lot of people were saying it wasn't as good as the other two. It, was, it moved kind of slow and blah, 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 blah. I just felt as though it told the story and it shows how humanity screwed itself and as possibly should be at least another one or two movies after that. I'm curious if they're going to really do it. And just the whole way they did the whole Planet of the Apes thing, I think um, they did a very good job with it. Because I sat here Saturday and I watched the original, excuse me, the original Planet of the Apes and the Conqueror of the Planet of the Apes, and the Battle for the Planet of the Apes, and all them old ones from the 60s and 70s. And if you watch what that movie is now, it kicks them old ones in the ass. <laughs> and it really does. The movies were bad. Like I, The ending of the movies were good, but just the movie itself with the makeup and stuff was just terrible. And now you watch it, it's like, wow, they came a long way with it. I'll give it a 3.5. I felt this was very good, it was very entertaining, and I would sit and watch it again. How about you, Felicia? I give it a 3.5, too. Um, you know, I am familiar with the, the older ones, and I, I don't know. I just didn't really get into them that much. It was cool to see because, you know, they were the only ones doing that type of, I guess, um, aesthetic back then or prosthesis, whatever. Um Ooh. But yeah, I, I like the ones now. I like. I really have the research, like who is doing the acting, because it's really good. Um, and Woody Harrelson, he's just awesome all the time. Anyway, so Woody Harrelson is I, one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. So um, yeah, I I, I I give it a three point five. The end. Is a tearjerker. Sorry if I gave it away, but it's been out for like two weeks now. You should have seen it already. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. If you haven't seen it by now, screw it. I'm going to blow it for you. Caesar dies at the end. Now. Oh, my God. Why would you do that? 
Because you should have well, thought you already. I don't care. You were crying at the end, too. I was what? You were crying at the end, too. Oh, horse feathers. You know better than that. Big Daddy don't cry. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, I had a joke, but it goes against everything I just preached about during this show. Um, <laughs> mm. You tell me mm. that joke later. I will. <laughs> but um, that's it with this week's show. I appreciate anybody that's listening and everybody that's listening. We will be back next week. Um, by the way, KCW in a couple of weeks, August 12th, they're doing actually August 12th, 11th and 12th, they're doing a dual show um, in Brumalls at the skating rink. Uh, I'll have more information about that, and I'll possibly have uh, Kareem Horton on to talk about it. If not, I'll just continue to talk about it. Um, and also with that, I advertised this last week, and I'm advertising it again. On October 12th, the Ultimo Dragon is doing a seminar in Derby, and they're almost sold out, which is amazing. A spot to wow. anybody who wants to go to this seminar. They're almost sold out. And it's, I'm happy for Kareem Horton. I'm happy for everybody that works for KCW. Because this is a local fed that's really starting out, and he, Kareem, is really busting his behind to entertain the people in his area. So please come out and support your local wrestling because the indie stars of the day is your future stars tomorrow. So you really want to come check it out, and um, that's about it. That's where I'm at with it, and. I'm going to possibly have an announcement in the next couple of weeks. It is a huge Big Daddy announcement, but I want to save it. But in a couple of weeks, I possibly will have an announcement to make. Hmm. Any last words, Felicia? No, I don't even know your announcement, so. Hmm. <laughs> you do know. You got to think about what I'm saying, but you know I told you already. Yeah. We'll see. But okay. we'll talk about it later. <laughs> on that note, and that ah, on that note, everybody be blessed, be safe out there. Uh, check on the old people. Stay cool. Take care of your pets. I love you all. There's three different types of people in the world: those who don't know what happened, those who wonder what happened. And everybody that listens to Big Daddy Hard Big Daddy's Hard Talk with Felicia Brown and Big Daddy that make things happen. God bless you all and good night. Bye everyone. <laughs>